Hey, listeners, this is your host, Rob Flack O'Hara. If you're looking for a way to support my podcast, here are three quick things you can do. Number one, visit iTunes and review the show. More reviews help get the word out. Number two, visit patreon.com forward slash Rob O'Hara and support my shows. A dollar a month helps a little, and five bucks a month helps a whole lot more and gets you some neat things in return. Number three, tell a friend about the show by sharing links to your favorite episodes via social media. As always, thanks for listening and supporting my podcasts. And now, on with the show. Sprite Castle. Sprite Castle. Sprite Castle. With Rob O'Hara. Sprite Castle. Hello and welcome to Sprite Castle, the show in which we play, discuss, and review Commodore 64 games. My name is Rob Flack O'Hara, and on this mini-episode of Sprycastle, we will be discussing the Complete Computer Fireworks Celebration Kit, released by uh, Activision in 1985. And uh, I decided to do this little mini-episode because today is the 4th of July. So, f- at least for those of us uh, here in the United States, this is the day that we celebrate our freedom from all those horrible, nasty uh, <laughs> uh, Brits uh, who um, really kept the Commodore alive <laughs> and came up with some great software. So from a Commodore level, we're all friends. Uh, but uh, yes, this is the day where we shoot off fireworks, we grill, uh, we do all those fun things. It is a national holiday if you are outside the United States. Uh, you may not know that. So anyway... One of the the ways that we celebrate the 4th of July is by uh, shooting off fireworks and going to large outdoor uh, fireworks displays. And so when I woke up this morning, I thought, you know, I have an episode that I have planned uh, and it will come out next Monday. But I wanted to squeeze this one in the middle because uh, there's there's hardly anything out there on the Internet about this program. So, um so we're going to blow through, uh, we're going to skip the uh, the news and the feedback and those things. All that will come back in the next episode. Uh, but really, I just wanted to talk about this program. But you know what? It wouldn't be a Sprite Castle unless we had Talking Snack. Crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. Crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. Talking Snack. <laughs> So the 4th of July is in the middle of summer, and uh, it's hot. Usually people, uh, again, we grill outside. A lot of people grill hot dogs and hamburgers, and we have picnics. And one of my biggest memories as a kid is having watermelon on the 4th of July. We always had watermelon, you know, around the beginning of summer. That's when you could go pick up uh, watermelons and um so my wife picked up a couple of watermelons, uh, oh, I guess last weekend. And she cuts them up, puts all the pieces in a bowl and stuff. I like it uh, sliced. And sometimes she uses like a scoop and will scoop out like scoops of watermelon, like watermelon balls or something. But we always ate it uh, as, uh, you know, in slices. And you got to have salt on it for me. Uh, that's a uh, that's a must. And so, uh, you know, as... Uh, we're getting ready for the fourth. I mean, today is the fourth and in about an hour, we're going to go outside and do some grilling. My dad's coming over. We're going to eat 
And um, we're definitely going to have some watermelon out there. And I snuck a couple of pieces of watermelon last night. Uh, and um, it's just something that goes with that time of year. It's, it's definitely something I associate with uh, uh, the 4th of July. So uh, wherever you're at, I hope that uh, you have a slice of watermelon and you have a safe and happy 4th of July. Uh, and I definitely tonight will be outside having a slice of watermelon as I'm watching uh, the outdoor fireworks. And that's a good segue to get us to the complete computer fireworks celebration kit. Uh, as a kid, I always heard this referred to as a fireworks construction set, um, which follows the name uh, of uh, a lot of the other construction kits or construction sets that were out there. Sometimes you will see this listed simply as fireworks celebration kit and not the complete name, uh, which is complete computer fireworks celebration kit. Well, whatever you call it. It was released uh, for the Commodore 64 in 1985 by Activision. Uh, this is for one player, and it uses keyboard and joystick controls, uh, mostly joystick controls. Um, we've had some other games uh, from Activision on the show. On episode four, we talked about Hero. On episode 20, we did Little Computer People. And on the next episode, we will have another Activision title. So we're we're all knee-deep in Activision right now. This game, if you want to call it a game, it's more of a utility or construction set, was um, programmed and designed by John Van Risen. Now, uh, John has actually been on the show before, not John himself, but his software. He was the designer and programmer of the game Hero. Uh, he also designed F-18 Hornet, Heavy Shredden, which is a snowboarding game for the NES, uh, and the Space Shuttle Project. Now, that's not the Activision one. This is the, uh, well, I, I said it's not the Activision one. It is the Activision one, but this was from 1991. It's not the earlier Atari one that I usually think of when I think of Space Shuttle games. Uh, he programmed Hero, X-15, Alpha Mission, lots of games, all those ones I mentioned earlier. He was a programmer on F-18 Hornet, Heavy Shredden. That Space Shuttle Project, he was also listed as a programmer on Race Driving and on Super Battle Tank. Uh, so um, John Van Risen was definitely uh, in the early game game. the pop culture context of this well in the early 80s i would say 83 84 maybe 85 um you know people knew that you could program computers to do things obviously you could program them to play games or play games with you to do all kinds of things but um what some of these companies wanted to do was create an entry level uh, that you could use your computer to create other things, games or whatever, without knowing how to program. And so uh, during this era, we saw a lot of games that were called construction set. There was pinball 
construction set where you could create your own uh, pinball tables. There was music construction set, adventure construction set. There was one called racing destruction set. Those were uh, electronic arts releases. There were uh, those types of programs that allowed you to make games like uh, Gary Kitchen released Game Maker for Activision. There was also the shoot 'em up construction set, uh, which is still people are still using that today to create titles. Uh, then there were games that had level editors. There was uh, like Load Runner, where you could make your own levels, or there was the a separate release, the Boulder Dash construction kit. So anyway, there were lots of these types uh, of titles, and so this falls into that. Although what you create is not really a game, uh, but it's more of a slideshow. Now there are one of the reasons this is a mini episode is because there are lots of parts of this game. Uh, that I can't find online. I can't find uh, a picture of the box. I can't find the manual. Uh, so there are, um, this is a title I think may not have sold very well. Obviously you can find copies of it to download online, but finding original is uh, a little bit more challenging. So when you fire this game up, you will, uh, it will launch directly into a demo uh, if you download one of the cracked versions, uh, you will see uh, a slideshow that may have been or a presentation that may have been modified. The one that I had uh, gives its props to EagleSoft Incorporated or ESI, which was uh, a large cracking uh, group of the 1980s. Um, but if you have a copy of the original, uh, you will just see more greets to Activision <laughs> and less references to uh, different pirating groups. Once, uh, uh, any time during this, you can stop the, the demo and you want to use a joystick in port one. And so if you press a button, uh, you will escape from the fireworks presentation and you will be presented with the timeline. And what you'll see on the timeline is, uh, a complete list of the music that's playing the background. There's six different backgrounds to choose from. Uh, you'll see different types of fireworks where you can put your messages, all that stuff. And then there's a menu down the left-hand side, and this is all controlled, uh, again, with the joystick in port one. So you, you move around, you modify fireworks, you add, remove fireworks, you can set delays, you can set all kinds of things. It's very, very configurable. Um, and then when you're done, you go over to the left and you hit play, and you can play back your uh, fireworks demonstration. You can... Start from scratch if you want. You can start completely, um, you know, with a blank slate and do a presentation, um, you know, from the ground up. Uh, I guess literally, <laughs> if it's a fireworks demonstration. Uh, let's see what else. There are um, 20 different songs that you can choose from, but it's also compatible with um, Music Studio, I think it is, uh, where you can uh, make your own songs and import them in. Uh, let's see what else is available on here. I mean, that's the, uh, one thing that this program has that some of these didn't have is the ability to export your fireworks show as a, uh, standalone executable. Most of these programs, um, well, I don't, I don't know that I would say most, but a lot of these programs like racing destruction set and, um, Oh, you know, I, just a lot of them. Basically, you had to have this program to play your own creations back. Um, but uh, but this was not one of those. 
you could actually create a standalone file that would show your um, fireworks display from beginning to end. So if you wanted to make a greeting to a friend, if you wanted to you know, wish somebody happy 4th of July or uh, Merry Christmas or whatever you wanted to do, you could set up your own little firework display and you could add text down to the bottom that says, you know, happy birthday or, or whatever, you know, you could personalize it. And then when you're done, you could export it as a, uh, a file and put it on a disc and mail it to someone. Or if you wanted to connect, uh, over a modem or through a BBS and share the file that way, you could also do that. So, um, uh, you know, that's a little neat feature. Now, uh, as I, uh, <laughs> mentioned during the video bonus, uh, well, we could talk about this uh, now, I suppose, but um, uh, there's just a limited amount of things to do in this. And, you know, you can build your fireworks display and that's it. So if if that interests you to no end, like doing that over and over and over, then you're going to really enjoy this title. Uh, if you do that once or twice and you feel like you're, you've done it and you're not interested in doing it anymore, then... That's uh, not going to get a lot of uh, replay value for you. Uh, there's, so again, most of the things that we talk about on this show don't apply here. There is no score. Uh, there's no uh, you know gameplay or anything like that. It's literally just setting up your presentation and uh, watching it back or sharing it with friends. Uh, I'll give you an idea of how rare this title was. I can't even find this title on Moby Games if you search for the word. Um, the title or just the word fireworks. Um, I can't find it on Moby games. It is on, uh, lemon 64 and I couldn't find any scores. Normally we have the scores that we talk about as it appears in other magazines, but I did find a review for this. And because this is a short episode, um, I'm just going to read this review. This came from run magazine issue number 36. That is the December 1986 issue of run. And this is the short review that they ran of the complete computer fireworks celebration kit. It says from time to time, a piece of software really captures my imagination. And this package from Activision is one of them. The people responsible for the 4th of July celebration in New York Harbor last summer would turn green with envy if they saw what Activision's complete computer fireworks celebration kit can do. This program lets you create a one-of-a-kind on-screen fireworks greeting, complete with music and text, to send to a special person. It functions somewhat like a word processor or a music editing program. You have a multitude of aerial fireworks displays, several background scenes, and 20 tunes to choose from, and one show can include up to four tunes and 254 frames. Quite a display. The position, the colors, the length of the trail, the height, and the fuse lengths of the fireworks are also under your control. The text part of the display is either stationary or scrolls horizontally. The complete fireworks celebration kit includes a handful of pre-programmed shows that you can customize to suit your needs if you don't want to build one from scratch. The quality of the accompanying music is excellent, and you can add other tunes with Activision's Music Studio. It's possible to print out a listing of all the display directions, which is handy when you're editing a lengthy production, and the package even comes with a disc and a mailer. When you run a fireworks kit display, try turning off the lights and focusing your attention on the screen. It may be a bit small, but with a little imagination, you'll think you're at a super fantastic fireworks show made just for you. 
so again, uh, you know, they pushed that idea in this review that you could create this, copy it to a disc and mail it to a friend. Um, it talks about, um, you know, the timeline where you could add all those things and where you would, um, set up your songs. It says that you can have up to four songs, but I think each song that you pick, um, just has four songs built in. So you would just have to make your, um, presentation long enough and it would play through all four songs. Uh, we sometimes on this show, I talk about what other systems this has been ported to, but I believe, um, it may be on the Apple. I wasn't, uh, I didn't find any copies of this uh, anywhere out there. So, uh, I know it's on the Commodore. It's possible that it made it to the Apple too, but I'm not sure if you, uh, know the answer to that. You can certainly uh, get back with me. If you want to play this game today, well, you're probably going to be playing it on a uh, emulated machine. Uh, I looked on eBay. There are no copies of this game listed. There are no copies listed uh, that have been sold in the past. I don't know how far back it searches, I guess 90 days. Um, so again, this is one of those titles that um, uh, I would think would be pretty rare. Now, rare doesn't always mean valuable, uh, but you know, rare just means rare. So now let's get into my personal memories of the complete computer fireworks celebration kit. All right, time travelers, seatbelts fastened, yes, get your way to the past. Well, like a lot of these uh, games and programs that we talk about on Sprite Castle, this is Definitely a game I remember playing back in the mid-1980s. Um, I didn't get any instructions with this, just like today, but it seems like when I was younger, I was better at figuring out uh, the insides and outs of how these programs actually worked. Um, I had a little trouble, and you'll see if you watch the video bonus, trying to work the interface and figure out exactly how to make it do what I wanted it to do. So, uh, but I do remember as a kid setting up some firework displays. I don't remember ever copying them to a disc and mailing them to anyone. Uh, when I was a kid, we had a, a VHS recorder. Uh, it was actually not a portable camera, but we had a portable VCR. So my mom would take this portable VCR, which you would throw over your shoulder and we would go to the zoo uh, or to parades, and then she would put the camera on her shoulder. So it looked like, I mean, this is a bigger setup than what most news crews have <laughs> for a remote uh, shoot. And um, I remember a couple of years for the 4th of July, she took the camera and videotaped the fireworks display. And later on, when we were digging through videotapes, uh, I think we all realized that, you know, the only thing more boring than watching fireworks is watching a video recording of fireworks like that's just something that is not that exciting and for me watching someone else's pre-programmed fireworks display on a computer falls right around that same area um, so it's more fun to create these uh, and watch back your own creation it's less fun to watch someone else's firework display that they have created for you
For graphics, I give the Complete Computer Fireworks Celebration Kit a 4 out of 5 Roman candles. The fireworks are all look good. The backgrounds that you can place them again are a little detailed and, and look pretty cool. For music, I also give it 4 out of 5 Roman candles. This is uh, filled with great patriotic Sid uh, tunes, and, uh, and they're really good quality. So, yeah, I have to give it the thumbs up. Uh, for sound effects, I don't even know that this has any other than the music or the explosion. So, I mean, maybe a, a you know a three at best, and that would just be average, not you know offensively bad, but nothing that stands out. Uh, but overall gameplay, I'm going to have to give this two out of five Roman candles, not because it's a terrible program, but because it just doesn't have any replay value for me. If you're the type of person that likes those railroad tycoon type games, um, if you, or you like uh, roller coaster things where uh, you know you want to build things like that, maybe you'll enjoy this more than I did. Um, I spent five or ten minutes. I set up a little fireworks display, and then I was, uh, you know, done and ready to move on to something. So your mileage might vary, but for me, uh, the replay value really uh, is what warranted the low rating. Now, thanks again for tuning in to Sprite Castle. If you want to play this week's game, head on over to SpriteCastle.com and click the Downloads link at the top of the page where you can download Commodore 64 emulators and all the games that have been reviewed on this show. If you'd like to send me a game request, feedback about this, or any other episode of Sprite Castle, you can email me at Rob O'Hara at RobOHara.com, contact me on Twitter at Commodore, follow the show on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash SpriteCastle, or leave me a voicemail on the Flat Podcast Hotline at 405-486-YDKF. Sprite Castle is available from iTunes, Stitcher Radio, the SpriteCastle.com RSS feed, and through ThrowbackNetwork.net, your home for quality retro podcasts. To hear more podcasts from me, check out You Don't Know Flat, Cactus Flax, Throwback Reviews, and Multiple Sadness. You can find links to all these shows at RobOHara.com forward slash podcasts. Many of the news articles and game details for Sprite Castle come from websites such as Commodore is Awesome, the Commodore Scene Database, Lemon64, and Moby Games. For links to these and more websites, check out the links on the right-hand side of SpriteCastle.com. Thanks again for listening. Now get back to blowing stuff up and enjoying our independence, and we'll see you here next time on Sprite Castle.